Welcome back to another episode of Tenthia Senior, man. It's Tenthia. It's your boy JJ. It's your boy Corduroy Q, man. And man, we got a special guest in the house, man. <laughs> got a special guest in the house. I could introduce him, but you know, I'd rather him to introduce himself, man. You know what I'm saying? Tell the people who you is, man. I'm Jack Helmer, uh, the CEO and founder of UBU, and I'm an FGCU senior. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. How you been, though, man? How you day been so far, man? man you looking good? It's going great. I'm here with yeah. you guys. It's yeah, all that yeah. matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. My boy Spiffy, man. I, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I, I could at least brought the blaze out of something. You making me feel like I ain't doing no. Like, <laughs> hey, you know? I tell you, when I usually wear my suits or my suit jackets, I always go with navy. So I like what you're doing. Right <laughs> yeah, you know facts. Facts. Explain to the people what the app is. Just what it is in general. Yes. So UBU is a mental health app for college students, and it's also a efficiency tool for university counseling departments. What inspired that? Yeah, man. So uh, a personal story, actually. Um, what inspired UBU was uh, through my own personal uh, battles with mental health uh-huh. um, from uh, experiencing anxiety for the first time, uh, my beginning of sophomore year, summer going into sophomore year in college, and... I was running a store. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. Uh, I had lost my uncle, who was one of my best friends, and I lost my dog all in with a thirty-day period. My condolences, uh, man. And Same. thank Ditto. you. Yeah. And it was so much pressure and stress, um, and it was these new feelings of anxiety, and that uh, I, I I never knew what anxiety was except before, let's say, doing a presentation. Everyone gets the jitters. Right. Right. But having these feelings every day of this you know, heavy feeling in the chest or tingling in the back of the head, um, these physical symptoms mm-hmm. of anxiety, and also the mind racing. It's like, what is happening? Yeah. yeah. And um, over a two-week period, I, I just lived with it. I had no idea what was happening. And I would just go out with friends and try to be with friends and party and whatnot and just try to I realized I was masking something mm. and I thought there's gotta be a better way. I'm yeah. like, this is, this is something totally new. Um, and from that I ended up, i I talked to my mom who's very close with me or we're both very close. And she said, you seem off. And I said, yeah, I said, something's going on. I said, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. She goes, well, a lot's happened recently. So I went to a therapist, uh, back home in Coral Springs, Florida. Okay. And, Within my first, I think, believe it was the first session I went to, um, I was offered medication for anxiety. Damn. <laughs> first session? First session. They said, oh, we could probably put you on some medication. Yeah, that's bullshit, man. And I the thought. The first section? Yeah. That's crazy. First or second. It was very, very early. And I'm yeah. thinking, you know, how, this is something that I've never had before. Um, where it came on naturally, in a, in a sense. So I can get rid of this naturally, you know? So I started doing research because I said, I'm not, you know, I don't want this. I want to try and fix this myself. Natural born problem solver. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I said, I can do this for anything. I can do this for me too. Yeah, yeah. And so I started doing research into uh, mental health and natural ways to reduce and prevent the physical mental symptoms of anxiety. Right, right. I changed my whole lifestyle. Started exercising, changed my diet, uh, started doing deep breathing exercises, meditations, affirmations, everything I could find online. I said, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I did a full 360. And then I started feeling better. I said, I don't don't need medication. It worked. Fast. And then I realized, I said, well, okay, this is all natural. I came back to FGCU for the fall semester. And I started talking with my friends and telling them what I had going on at the time. And they said, oh, I, I get that every day. I have anxiety. And some friends said, yeah, I have depression and this and that. And I said, well, what do you do? And most of them said drugs, alcohol, or they just live with it. Yep. And some said they worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were all these tips and tricks that I learned yep. that really can help naturally. Right. And I thought, nobody knows about this. Or like at a younger age. Yeah. And so I started sharing ideas with my friends and realizing that 
there's a much bigger problem here. Yeah, this is the perfect environment to find those people that's going through the same shit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? Especially coming out of high school and then you coming into college. Yeah. The emotions, you know, you're not emotional intelligence that we always talk about. You yeah, know? yeah. You're not even really aware of how you feel or what things, what feelings are. You don't even know what certain shit are. So Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you was able to acknowledge that you knew what it was. Like, even if you didn't know what it was, you knew something was going on instead right. of just masking it. Exactly. Because I'm sure some of the people you was going out with, they probably been doing the same thing, masking it. But yep. you you got an intention now. You, like, trying to figure out, like, why am I doing this versus yeah. just going out? Exactly. You know, and so you probably able to help some, or not even probably, I'm sure you was able to help some people uh, in your circle along the way. Yeah, yeah definitely. developing this. And through this, um, I ended up for, because I was grieving from my uncle's uh, passing, mm-hmm. and I ended up going to CAPS, the counseling department here at FGCU, and started going through sessions, and I thought, you know, this can maybe be a more efficient process. Mm-hmm. Um, and opportunity. When you, you saw opportunity. I see, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, when you go to a, a session, and then two weeks later, you go to another session, they say, what happened in that two weeks? Thinking, I can barely remember what happened a couple days ago. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I said I could either like do a journal and write every day, um, but for me that's hard to stay consistent with. Right. Yeah. Um, like writing down everything from my day. Yeah. And so throughout this journey, I worked with the director of CAPS and the entrepreneurship department to develop a a resource tool for college students. This is probably two and a half years in the making now. Mm-hmm. And or about two years, two and a half. And there's a student side where there's affirmations, meditations, deep breathing exercises, workout videos, and a daily check-in assessment, mm-hmm. which helps identify um, with those daily questions in a two-week period, okay, what was happening each day in this two weeks? Very simple Perfect. things. Yeah. It mm-hmm. keeps everyone, everyone knows what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. And if the student has a counselor at, a, at this university, the counselor can see what their responses were. Mm-hmm. So now they know everything that was happening in that two weeks. Right. Because just it's naturally for humans, they're not going to remember everything that yeah, happened right. in two weeks. Facts. Now everyone's on track, know exactly what's going exactly. on. Yeah. It's something that can take 60 seconds to do. Yeah. And but not having to write a whole journal. and It's sort of like a digital diary mm-hmm. summary. And so there's those positive, natural things that can help you. But then there's also the side where it can help a counselor get to the root cause of the problem faster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And the UBU slogan is healthier, ha- healthier happier, faster. Yeah, nice. That's the goal. Yeah, that is the goal. <laughs> So when you, because uh, depression is something, and anxiety and mental mental health is something that's been really big, coming up, you know, between the years or whatever. But um, when you first got to college, what year was this? When you first got to college, twenty eighteen. So when you first got to college, do you, had, did you even experience you no know, anxiety, depression, uh, homesick, any any of these things that you feel like could have not that you could have been masking all the way up until the point where you lost your uncle and your dog and all of this type of stuff yeah. to where now it's just like overboiling. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I, I definitely think when I first came to FGCU, I was homesick. Mm-hmm. Um, just like many students that come here, you're, you're going into a whole new lifestyle. Right. You're going in, you're, you're moving away from your childhood home or town. Mm-hmm. You don't know anybody. You're in a whole new place. You're living on your yeah, own. Yeah. It's a huge shift. And the freedom is great, mm-hmm. but there's also that that sense of you don't have your sense of place. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're trying to figure things out, and you know you're starting from scratch. Yeah, yeah. And that can be overwhelming, and I think a lot of people do mask that. Yeah. Um, when one thing, it's just something you have to get through, um, and just you have to go with the flow and try to work it out. But yeah. there's definitely some things that can affect it. I've oh. had friends that from that experience they've become depressed or have anxiety or different things or triggers. Yeah. And you know, you just have to help them. Damn. You spoke about like affirmations and shit and meditation and things like that. 
um, before you got into creating the app, did you know that it would take all of these things? Like, how did you, did you look at the app? Like, okay, I'm going to need to grow and grab affirmations and put in this app. Or did that like build itself come organically as you were building the app, all the different aspects and features to it? Like, so that came organically. Yeah. Um, I, I had no idea. I already know it, man. <laughs> I had no idea. I yeah. said, this is what I want to do. And, but I thought, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just trying to figure things out. And really it was, I was my own guinea pig. Um, and also my friends and helping to, you know, say, try this, try this, Mm -hmm. let me know what you think about this and doing research. And, um, my dad actually was the one that put me onto meditations and affirmations. Um, and I believe he found out that from one of his bosses Mm -hmm. and they told me you should try this. And when I did that, I realized that it's really beneficial when for affirmations, especially it's these I am affirmations. Yeah. I am successful. I am mm, great. Right. I am strong. Mm. I am powerful. All these things that relay in the subconscious. Right. And over, I believe it's, it's 21 days. If you do it every day for 21 days, it can start to rewire the brain. The habits, right? Exactly. They create the habits. Right. And some days. it can reduce fear and all these different things. But you have to stay consistent. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's something I, whenever I'm cleaning or some, some things like that, I'll either listen to music or I'll listen to that. Yeah. Just because it's like, okay, you know, I'm helping the brain. I'm, I'm keeping moving and, right. you know, just trying to make a positive impact on myself. Yeah. And that's real big because like with meditations and affirmations and, you know, cleansing your chakras and all that type of stuff, it, it it's very intentional. Yeah. You know, like, so you, you, you know what you're trying to get out of uh, this practice or whatever the case may be. Because a lot of people don't, they don't, they might go into meditation, but they don't know why. So it really doesn't help. Right, right. You know, but when you got that intention and you're mindful of, of what you're trying to get out of it, you know, like if I go into meditation, I might be thinking about, okay, uh, something just fell off. I need to, I need to refocus and yeah. get myself right. If I go in there with a, with an intention, then it helps me better, you know, understand what I'm trying to get out of this versus just like, okay, I'm going to take it. 20 minutes to meditate just yeah. to meditate just going like, through the motions just yeah. going through the motions yeah, yeah I think if you got that intention and you're mindful of what you're doing it helps with that you know and another thing I think that's the beautiful thing about this app is that it's going to help both sides like you were saying and you already know the intentions of the app you know you yeah. want to help the counselors and you also want to help the, the students that are depressed so mm-hmm. and everything you're putting in there is, I think it's going to work man I'm seeing the energy you're putting in man yeah. I see you every day man <laughs> Appreciate I see the that. work you put in there, you know. So, whatever you put into the app is what's gonna come from it. That's what I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all aligning perfectly, man. Yeah, it's all aligning perfectly. I think it. I like it because it's a very honorable thing to do. And you know, us here at Tenth Year Senior, you know, we we stand for you know trying to be better. Right. You know, trying to figure out how to how to get through things and you know stand the course. Right. So to see something like this come out, it's just like damn, like. Thank you, Lord. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like somebody actually give a damn. Right. Somebody give a damn. And I appreciate that. And one thing that's funny is when I came to FGCU, I told myself, I'm gonna I came here to start a business. And that's what I planned on doing. That was my goal. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go into a you know a nine to five kind of job. I said, whether I have to work more or not, I want to be creative. I want to be my own boss. I want to create something. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I told myself, I will never do anything. That has to do with technology. <laughs> I was hoping I could open up a store yeah. or do a service business. And it's just interesting how the universe makes things happen. Mm-hmm. Where I went through these experiences and now I'm like full in technology yeah. and I'm embracing it. I'm like, yeah. well, you know, you never know where things are going to go. Yeah, you got to throw in a towel. You can't beat the universe, man. Exactly. You can't exactly. compete. You can't. What's for you is for you. Yeah. It don't matter. Like yeah. what you think, what you say, none of that. Like exactly your story. And I'm a firm believer in this. Your story is is always written out. Yeah. You know, it just it just we living through it, and you got to understand what you got to do. You know, a lot of people put it's expectations. You know, they 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 think something supposed to go one way, and then when it don't go that way, because you could have easily looked at that situation like I don't want to do nothing with technology. And then, you know, you could have thought about the app and be like, nah, 
I told myself I don't want to do nothing with yeah. technology, so I won't do nothing with technology because yeah. that's not how my life supposed to go. And if you would have never found nothing else, then you probably would have been deeper in depression or de- deeper right. in, yeah, in with absolutely. those problems, you know. So the fact that you kind of opened up to, you know, the possibilities and what the universe allowed for you, I think that's that's big in acknowledging that and letting things kind of happen organically. Yeah. Just yeah. for just understanding that the universe is in control, you know. Yeah. It's bigger than you. This shit oh, is bigger 100%. than you. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 the amount of people that it can help much more bigger than me. Yeah. Um where all these things that I have in the app, all the, the exercises and whatnot, they can help me personally, and I'd be able to use my own app to help me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but damn. just at FGCU, there's fifteen, sixteen thousand students that can use this, right? And that can benefit from it. And a big problem is that a lot of students, um, or just people in general, they uh, men in particular won't go to counseling. Mm-hmm. If they if they might even need it, some don't. I mean, a lot of people don't yeah. uh, need something like that. But this can help you whether you go or not. Exactly. This this is perfect, man. For yeah. those people that aren't that don't want to be out there, don't want people to see them going into caps. Yep. Mm. You know, um, anything like that. Mm. This is perfect, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's interesting because my uncle actually, um, he, from a young age. Uh, dealt with anxiety and whatnot and over time because we would talk about it within the last few months before he passed and how he had a lot of anxiety and he'd never talk about it he said i'm not going to a therapist i'm not you know doing those kinds of things yeah and he just used alcohol to mask it and then it ended up leading to his death sadly and but it if there maybe if there was something that could have helped at a younger age. Yeah, this could be a prevention tool for so many other people, so well, many other lives. Damn. So that, and I've seen what that kind of thing can do. Yeah, yeah. And all of the twists and turns that happen after such a thing. Yeah, and it's crazy because that's that's like that's heavy. First of all, that's that's super deep, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's super deep. Like I got I got the chills when you was talking about it. Um, because I know a lot of people that mask their shit with, with alcohol, you know, like my father, my grandmother, like people in past in my life, a lot of them had those type of alcoholic problems, you know, and I seen myself kind of going down that, you know, going down that road like, damn. And it just, you know, because I had my, my brothers and everybody around me that kind of helped uh, keep that balance with me before I went too far under, you know, because they, they would never allow that. My family, my brothers, they wouldn't allow that. So... Like, I'm just lucky I had a stable, you know, foundation because I knew better, right. you know, yeah. but it's sometimes that sometimes your your mind won't allow you to move further without, you know, getting what it wants sometimes. And yep. so that's when when you talk about somebody coming in early enough to kind of rewire, uh, rewiring how you think that app coming in. If I had that, I'm, I'm pretty sure I probably would have used it, you know, because what came out of. When I was going through, you know, my depression and everything and my drinking problems, what I ended up coming out of uh, with the practice I came up with, I started meditating. And it, and I yes. think it's so crazy that you got that inside of your app because, <laughs> like, that's what I naturally went to. Right. I'm like, damn, I need to, what's going on? Why, asking myself, like, why the fuck am I going through this? Like, yeah. why do I feel like this? Then I'm thinking, well, you got a lot of people that you feel like you got some type of uh, rage towards like you it's something that you're holding on to that you just need to learn how to forgive and so that was the that was me being mindful in my and my intentions were to forgive once i really started meditating and i think that's why it hit so hard versus me just being like damn like you know what i'm done like i'm just gonna meditate and that's gonna be that like no it was i need to figure out what's going on deep down yeah so that i can fix this shit yeah you know so I'm telling you, man, that's that's a powerful tool that you got in there because I've seen it happen for me. Yeah. And I'm just one person. So all the different things you got within the app, actually can help every so many different type of people. 
This is some heavy stuff you're giving me the chill. No, nah, I got the chill because you gave me, like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's deep, though, bro. You yeah. talk about depression. People don't talk about it. Yep. You know, like, people don't, they, they like to hide it, but it's real. It's a real thing, man. 30% of the college students are depressed. Yeah. You know? And it's, it, even recently, um, there was some someone that I, I spoke to, um, she seemed like one of the happiest people in the world and opened up to me recently. And I didn't realize what she was really going through. Yep. And I thought, you know, even like you don't know what you anybody know. go. They can put on a great face, a great, you know, front end. Right. But mm-hmm. what's behind that? Yeah. You never know. Hell yeah. And that's what's so crazy. Because if you got friends like, and they start acting up out of nowhere and you're like, damn, well, it seemed like they were just happy. Why are they acting like this? Why are they acting fake? Or, or they shouldn't be acting like this. They were just happy yesterday. It's like, listen, yeah. they just putting on that show, but they this is the true colors they showing you. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to think deeper into why this person doing this, not just thinking what you think not is just what it is. Level. Yeah. yeah, it ain't surface it's level. It's never surface level. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm sure they don't want to act like that or be seen like that, you know, but here it is. Yeah. And you need to you need to, to be as good of a friend or supporter as you can and, and, and kind of, you know, tell these people like how they acting or try to get to the root problem don't become impatient with your friends man exactly. with that type of shit cause if they lose you then if they lose all their friends then what exactly then you might be the cause of something worse happening mm-hmm. you know so you gotta have that patience man like it, it's just crazy cause I was having a conversation and that that was the subject matter you know that's what we was talking about so I I, I think that's wild but um you said a lot of men or really won't talk about uh, being depressed or whatever, and you're in a fraternity, right? Yes. Yeah. So I I, I want to know like how how does how does that work out like for for you? Do you got friends in there that you know you feel like you can go talk to, or do y'all y'all have like weekly or some type of meetings that you come to just to kind of talk about how how everybody feeling? Yeah, actually. So um, the fraternity that I'm in is Alpha Tau Omega, and um, we are a smaller, tight knit group people it's not one of these that's you know 100 people mm. um and we have some they're called devotionals it's this weekly um meeting we usually do it by a fire pit and mm. anyone that wants to come can come and that's in the fraternity right and we get together sit by the fire pit and we have um different there's books part of the fraternity that have been around since 1865 and they have these um, different types of messages or things that you can talk about. And then the our chaplain, who's uh, the guy that pretty much runs the brotherhood mm-hmm. or the brotherhood aspect of it, of getting guys close and connected, he would run uh, this sort of meeting or we call it a devotional. But based on that, I mean, you can get into some really deep stuff. Yeah. And a lot of people have opened up it's this one, roughly one hour, where anybody can say anything, and whatever happens there does not leave. Dude, that sounds so healthy, man. It is, <laughs> and I, I've I've won a few, and I I mainly go when I need to, you know, be open. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other times where I go just to be a supporter and yeah. to you know be there for somebody or a friend or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and there's things that you hear and, and you would never know. Yeah. Never know, but you never repeat. It's mm-hmm. this is happening. You can talk to them. Hey, like, are you okay? Later on, right, right. Not like in the moment. Yeah. Um, but it it was helping me through when I was grieving, and it's helped me with a lot of different things that have happened in my life. Yeah. And just being able to go talk to some people that won't judge you, and that it relates to the message, and um, it brings everybody closer. It's really it's really something cool. Yeah, and I think that's super dope because when you think about fraternities, like most people, you don't think about that type of stuff. It's yeah. always like the negative connotation towards fraternities, like the hazing or mm-hmm. like the overly drinking or partying or, you know, the fraternity parties and all this yeah. type of stuff. But it's never about how do we keep each other grounded or how do we keep each other, you know, uh, and with a positive mindset type deal. You know, so uh, like do you hear a lot about a lot of the stereotypes? like drinking or hazing or anything like that? Yeah, I think on a, a national level, I mean, right. the stereotypes are pretty accurate. 
No. Um, I know that for my fraternity, we don't haze. That's we, not an option. I mean, that's right. something that when I joined, didn't happen to me. We don't do it to anybody else. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I joined. I thought I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah, I want. I want a brotherhood that people that I can grow with and I can go to the top with. Right. People that will be there for me that I can become really good friends with, not possibly resent or have a negative connotation with from a negative experience that I've had. I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, <laughs> something I can grow. We're a leadership and development fraternity, and I know from my freshman year to now. I've become a leader and I've developed extreme. Yeah. And I think that had to do with part of it. But what's the philosophy though? Like f- to you, like what, what, what's the philosophy behind a fraternity wanting to start out hazing? Like you can't come in here unless you, you know, you go through this extreme conditions yeah. or whatever it is. Like to me, it sounds like some gang shit, Like you know, gangs, they do the same shit. Initiation, yeah, so right. I don't know where it all originated from, but it all, it seemed like whenever you're trying to join something, you got to go through something. <laughs> no one like I ain't been it. through enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been through enough. Like, can I just skip this process? Like wh- why do this, bro? Like, is this like, is I just don't understand. I really don't know. I, Honestly, I I think that's the way it's always been. Mm. From before anybody that's been alive now, like that in yeah. our lifetime, yeah. It it already it was it was there. Yeah. Whatever the original wherever it started, I mean that's what did it. It's damn near human nature at this point. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just kind of one of those right. things where, you know, a lot of people don't question. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. Um Damn. But there's also, you know, the movies tend to play things out um, in a much negative, more mm-hmm. negative connotation. I, I assume that there's some nationally because there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of chapters and thousands yeah. that some are probably pretty bad. Um, but, you know, and people have been shut down for such different things on a national level. Um, but it really is. I think just the way it's always been. Yeah. And Damn. but something that was cool was that um, my fraternity came to FGCU my freshman year, and so this is it's a relatively newer fraternity. Yeah. And the founding fathers of it, they said no haze, mm. and that was a huge selling point. Yeah. Um, and it stayed with that, and I think because of that origin that initi- uh, initiative at the beginning has prevented it from going in a negative going, way. Yeah. Which is good. Hey, man, I want to get into uh, jobs as a kid, man. I know you was an entrepreneur when oh. you were younger, man. What's up, man? <laughs> Sell candy or something? What's going on? What did you oh, do? Oh, God, I sold everything. <laughs> um, T-shirt? <laughs> I was an entrepreneur from day one. Um, back in middle school, high school, I used to sell gum and candy. <laughs> Me too, man. Uh, Gatorade, <laughs> water, soda, whatever I could get my hands on. Chips, this yeah. and that. It was funny. I had – I was known at the school for being a – being the guy that you could get whatever snacks you wanted from. Yeah. And um, oh, I never got in trouble for it. Yeah. Um, but it was something that uh, I was able to learn from and, and grow from and – Whatnot, but it was funny. I had lot we had lockers mm-hmm. and I had line sometimes, <laughs> like a huge line of people crowded. And I'm like, oh, man, if you know, if a teacher or somebody would walk by, okay, everyone, get away. Yeah. But then, okay, come on back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but it was just something that you know, um, I always did, and I liked you know being trying to make a you know make some money as a younger kid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like they was hustling me though, man. <laughs> I feel you know the chocolate bars you used to be able to sell. They don't sell them in like regular stores, but it was like these long chocolate bars that you could buy, yeah, like or that you could sell. They give you kids, and then if you sold so many, you get like a pizza party, get to drive in a like limo. the fundraiser bars, yeah, the yeah. fundraiser bars, yeah. And I'm like, 
Bro, I'm buying more of these than people buying from me. Like, because I love chocolate. <laughs> I'm buying all my shit. Like, ain't, ain't nobody supporting me, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, you sell a few, but I ain't never make the the, the limousine party, man, the pizza party. Bro. I'm pissed <laughs> off, man. Man, I used to sell pencils, mechanical pencils, man. That's crazy. We used to find them on people's desk, take them, and sell them to people for a dollar, man. <laughs> man, this man had a... a, a a thing of pencils about this big. <laughs> All mechanical, though. No, none of the traditional, the 2 point or whatever the yeah, pencil's yeah. called. None of the stick yellow ones. It was all mechanical, certain way. Yeah. And... If you need a lead, they'll sell you lead too. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that project we worked on with, uh, Just like the project from right, the foundation, right. uh, yep, yep. the Mockley Foundation. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to you guys, man. Yes. We love yeah. y'all. Facts, we facts. Too. And anytime we refer to FGCU, we're talking about Florida Gulf Coast University, man. Right. I just yeah. want that to be known. Um, and well, I just want, like, what made you come to Florida Gulf Coast, man? Like, all these schools and this small, University caught your attention, man. Was it Dr. K? It had to be oh, Dr. Well, K, man. That, <laughs> so that was one of the big things. Yeah. Um, so my original um, uh, reasoning, well, I came to FGCU, I toured it, and I liked that because uh, I was born in Chicago, Illinois, or mm. a suburb of Chicago, and I found out that the majority of students that are out of state came from Illinois at FGCU. Damn. I thought, okay, that means there's a lot of Chicago Bears fans. <laughs> I said, I can click with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they, they do a lot of programs for veterans. I love veterans. Yeah. Love the country. Mm-hmm. And I thought, all right, they support our vets. I like that. I'd like to be represented with that. You yeah. know, I'd like my degree to come from somewhere that supports veterans. Yeah. Um, I like that it wasn't too big, too small. It seemed like just the right amount of size where I wouldn't just be a number. Right. But I wouldn't um, – I could always meet new people. It wouldn't yeah. be so small that everybody knew everybody. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But I could – I'd be able to grow here and make a name for myself and, and you know, become successful in a, you know, a middle ground. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. yeah. And is. also I like that uh, the dorms were very new. When you had your own bedroom. Yeah, that was a big deal for me, too. Yeah. The bedroom shit. It's so me. <laughs> yeah. um, and then it was also the entrepreneurship program. I told myself, this is what I originally told myself, I was either going into the military or I was going to start a business. Mm-hmm. It was one of those two things. Mm-hmm. And when I heard about the entrepreneurship program, I thought, i got to check this out. I came to a Eagle Expo and where it's where – all the schools and departments are there at, at the university tour. Right. And I met Dr. Kawanui. Talked to her for about two hours. And I said, okay, this is where I'm going. <laughs> My parents said, apply to other universities. So um, I would do part of the application. And then <laughs> I would X out of it. I yeah. said, I'm not doing this. I know where I want to go. I know what I want. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to get there, whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the test scores for, I had to take the ACT several times. Yeah. I'm not a great test taker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I hired tutors and everything I could do because I go, I want to be here. Yeah, yeah. And then when I got in, I said, great. <laughs> now let's let's find out what I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the same with me, though. But I think it was a lot of the, it was the, the beachfront. I'm like, damn! I can go to the campus where they got a beach. I went to that's fam- a perk. That's a that's perk. a perk, bro. That's a perk. I'm, from a small city, you like this is a beach. Like I didn't know yeah. what a real beach was. We went to like springs and and things like that. Yeah. I never really been to the beach. Like so, I'm like, man, I see sand, I see water out here. And then I I did go to uh, FAMU. Okay. For uh an orientation, just like you said, the rooms. You like you had the rooms and everything, the bathroom and. It was like you're sharing a room, you know, you're sharing bathrooms with the whole, like, everybody. It's damn near like jail, man. It's damn near like jail, bro. You need shower slippers and all this shit. I mean, and everything they were selling me on was all partying, bro. It was all partying stuff. Everything that, every event that they did, it was all based around partying. Having a good time. Having a great time, which I'm not against, but, like, I, I just, at the time, I wasn't huge on 
partying and all that type of stuff. So it was the same with Florida Gulf Coast. I mean, it's and it's a small school. It's small yeah. enough to where you can get that one-on-one connection with these people. Um, so I think that was something I realized later that, damn, this was a good idea because it's not that many people here right now. You know, exactly. And, of course, Dunk City happened before I was here. So I know that boosted up the yep. amount of people here and shit. But. And something, just like you were saying, is I think that being in college, I mean, it shouldn't be all partying or all work and school. you got to have that right balance. And how do you balance yours, man? Because I wanted to ask you that. Yeah, so um, I I like to have fun, but mm. I like to be successful and I like to work hard. Um, and, you know, you only have four years of college or some people, you know, you can have more or not, whatever, but um, it's typically that four-year period. And I, you know, you got to have that social aspect have fun, mm-hmm. but I came here for a goal and a mission to leave with the business, and that's been my motivation. Yeah, um, yeah. I said, no matter what, I've got to do it. i got to pass my classes. I have no other option, and the, the social aspect can wait. Yeah. But no matter what, I want to have a balance. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm the kind of guy, I tend to juggle a lot of different things in my life, Um with being the treasure of my fraternity and, you know, different positions I've had in clubs um, throughout my time at FGCU, but also being a full-time student, part-time employee, and starting a business. It's a lot to balance, Yeah, but it's really just a balancing act. And sometimes you slip up, but you just pick yourself back up. Fall forward. Yeah, fall forward. Fall forward. Yeah, I like that. I think Denzel Washington uh, actually said that quote before. Um, I saw something about that. He said, "Fall forward, no matter what. Just if you fall, just get up and fall forward." Yeah, yeah. You get up where you left off. At. <laughs> yeah, powerful. <laughs> Damn, why not, man? But yeah, I see a lot of similarities in us, man. I'm the same way, bro. I like to work twelve hour days. You know, I need to be working on something. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that's how we made a connection, actually. You know, like understanding that we both work hard, bro. It's all about let's do something. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, it's too much time right now. <laughs> <laughs> I could be doing something right now. Yeah, yeah. I always admired that about you, man. Yeah, same here. And both of you guys, I mean, we've worked together with the Immokalee Foundation, and Mm -hmm. we've had classes together Mm -hmm. and group projects. Um, And it's really all about being creative. Yeah. Yeah. And just having fun and just trying to make something new and do different things. Um, One thing I know for me, and I think probably for you guys too, is it's hard just to sit still and not do anything yeah. we're just kind of you got to have your lazy days but yeah 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 we're not the type of people that have a lot of them nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, we yeah. just keep moving moving and you know moving. and you don't get a lot of opportunities being like that like you miss out on the opportunity you ain't out there to yeah, really yeah. To, to get this opportunity you know so yeah. like a lot of stuff that we do is because people have seen what we were you know what we were how much energy we were willing to put into something right. you know and and that's like one of the quiet like I th- I feel like college, I I got a a quiet skill set that I had to learn, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like we all got that one a quiet skill that you wanted to, you know, maybe that you didn't want to learn but you actually learned. So yeah. like, what's that one a quiet skill for you? Uh, you feel like that you always wanted to learn and that you probably or you already learned. It's mm. a good question. Man. That's a really good one. Um, <clears throat> I think. I I I go with two part. Okay. One would be the balancing act, mm-hmm. um, of and knowing your audience, where you can be in a fun setting and not be focused on just work, but you can be in a work setting and not be focused on fun. Facts. You know, you can just be zoned into whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I think I learned, and or I did learn, and then also presenting and pitching. Mm. that was one thing um originally from my intro to entrepreneurship class with annie stout she would put us on the spot all the time <laughs> freshman year yeah. I mean, this was within the first week okay get up and present an idea you've got 15 minutes to come up with something you got to present it to the class yeah. yeah when you're on the spot like that in front of a bunch of people you don't know yeah. <laughs> you're like what is happening yeah. real pressure. that's real pressure real pressure yeah. man. Real and pressure. I've been at events where we would do different things and 
this one time she handed me the mic. She goes, I need, we need, uh, we need, uh, 10 minutes to do something here. Here's the mic stall or, you know, take over. Yeah. Man. Like, what? And there's a hundred people in the room. <laughs> I'm thinking, All right. Yeah. And then you just got to yeah. talk on your feet. Yeah. And being through those experiences, some people go, oh, my God, I can't do public speaking. But yeah. when you're on the spot, you got to do you it. You don't have a choice. Now it's made it so simple for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can go into, I, most of the time, I can go into any room and just speak. And speak. Yeah. Say yeah. what's on my mind. And I know that one thing I learned is nobody knows what's going to come out of your mouth. So there's mm-hmm. not something to worry about. Am I going to say the right thing or not? Yeah. There's no necessarily right or wrong thing to say. Nah. It's really how you present it. And it's your own opinion. Yeah, yeah. And everyone has their opinions, and that's what matters. Yeah. How about you? That's How about me? You, uh, <laughs> oh, my skills. Oh, yeah. Quiet. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say what? <laughs> <laughs> For me, I think it's the same as far as, like, the public speaking. I'm still working on that. You know, I'm getting better. Um, but to be different, not to just take your answer, you know. Um, I would say for me, acquired skill that I learned, man, yeah, definitely time management because no one's telling me to do anything here. Right. Um, there's so many, man. There's so many. Um, damn. That's what I learned, man. It'd be a lot of shit. When, when yeah. you get asked these type of questions, it's like, it make you think. Sometimes this DB question that is like, if you want real answers, yeah. You yeah, if you, it. yeah, it's, it's deep, bro. Like, you got to really sit back and look, okay, where was I t- five years ago, 10 years ago? Yeah. Okay, where am I at now? What was, what changed? What skill yes. sets did I learn? I think like, networking, though, you know, for me, because I'm introverted, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, getting out of my comfort zone and actually speaking to people and things like that, that's a big skill that I learned. That's you. I, I need it, you know? Yeah. You know you need that type of shit. And that's the thing about, like, the depression thing. You know, when people are depressed, they can get out of that if they go speak to someone, but people don't, they're, they're not encouraged to do yes. that. So they don't yeah. even know how to network, you know? Right. If you teach depressed people how to network or, you know, people that's dealing with depression, they don't yeah. have to be depressed people. You, mm-hmm. know? But you teach them how to network, then they can get over that shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Some people don't even know. So networking was a big thing for me. Like That's huge. And one thing with you is when we had our foundation of civic engagement class, mm-hmm. when we first met, this was what, maybe a year ago? Yeah, this was a year ago. Um, Maybe a little longer. Yeah, year maybe ago. a little longer. You've grown so much since then. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from when we first worked in a group project, it, you know, it was, and how close we've gotten and how much you've opened up. And yeah, yeah. You're like, you <laughs> throw go. yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's great. Bro, do you, I don't know if you know or not, but that was my first semester back in college, man. You know, really? I had, yeah, that's my first semester back. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah. left school wow. and I came back, so I definitely was not. Social. It was a lot on your plate. I like. was still anti-social. <laughs> <that definitely, laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah wow. man. Yeah, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> he no can't idea. believe it. He can't believe <laughs> seriously, it. Seriously, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm in the groove now. You know, I'm in it. Yeah. But yeah, back then, though, that was my first semester back, so I definitely was anti-social. I know yeah. that for sure. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's like, it's like. Yin and yang, man. You know, like a lot yeah. of the ways I am, like the balance is there with, between me and him. Like, given that that's my brother, you know, but the balance of like the type of personalities, I think, is what helped me be stronger in certain areas and help him be stronger in Absolutely. certain areas, you know. But it's all around, it's all about the people you keep around you. Yes. You know, because when I think about depression, and I keep hitting on this because I need people to understand that this shit is so real. <laughs> but it ain't just the people that are depressed, it's the other people in their life that need to understand how to be good listeners. Right. You know, what it takes to support somebody going yeah. through that. The patients, all it's not just them that's going through this problem yep. need to get through it. It's everybody else around them. And how you speak about like some people just need to speak up and say something. Yeah. Sometimes they feel like the this person never listened to me. So why should I speak? This is yes. the person I value and care about the most, right. given it could be my mom, uncle, brother, sister, whatever. But when I always had something real to talk about, I couldn't talk to them about it. Yeah. You know, they kind of blew me off. So I don't know who to talk to, you know? So, and that's not me, but in general, some people yes. feel like that. And it's like, damn, what goes, do we do as an audience to help these people? That goes back to the app. You have, you you got some providing something for the people. Like if they don't have that person to speak to, they can speak to it in the app. You know? Yeah. Like, get what I'm saying? Like that's there for them. It's yeah. Beautiful. Man. It's yeah. like that artificial intelligence. Like now it's actually honing in. Which I got a crazy question. It's and it's it's conceptual as hell. Yeah. But it's like, uh, I think it was saying. 
should humans merge with AI once it become an option? Mm, what do you mean merge? Like, I'm part human, part AI. <laughs> you mean like artificial like a intelligence chip or something? Like something like, it, and it's so vast. Like it could be whatever. Yeah. But I'm. But if we, let's just say we're looking at it through like a depression standpoint. Yeah. And you got this out. <laughs> would it be something that could be able to trigger in me through AI that would allow my mind, my brain, and the chemicals and all this type of stuff, whatever happening inside my body, to think differently or to do things differently? Like, do you think that it? Do you think that's a crazy concept for humans to even merge with artificial intelligence once it's an option? Period. I do think technology is important, um, and that AI can be very good. Yeah. Um, but I think for the human body, I think everyone's on their own journey. Yeah. And the universe has its way of doing things. Facts. You have to, I think you have to go through those pain points to grow. Hell yeah. But if you're always doing good or great or, and your brain can just fix whatever you're going through, you might just stay in that same spot. Mm-hmm. Um, even though artificial intelligence helps progress and go yeah, further. Yeah. Right. Um, I think, and I'm also a spiritual guy. Fact. So I also think that um, God and the universe, they have – that has a big impact in life. And uh, yeah. um, so I would say with, if it's technology, okay, mm-hmm. but something that goes inside you or that changes your – Alters your way of thinking and yeah, all of this type of shit. I am not for that. Me either, all. brother. Me either, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's just wild. Like I can see, like the prosthetic legs and all of that type of stuff. But oh, yeah, put something inside great. of you, like to yeah. merge me with. I just see like a brain sitting inside of something. Somebody waiting. To, they could just somebody can be you at that point. Yeah. Like, all they need is the brain. All bro. they need is the brain, and then everything. <laughs> you keep the brain alive, and then every, and put it some. It's, it's just nuts what you could think about. It's a cool question, though. I like it's that. just different, bro. Yeah. It's something to think about because you know it all like. I don't know that you're going to, you know, compare that to the spiritual world and, and, and what you believe and all that type of stuff. I mean, I never, I didn't think about it like that. You know, I was just looking at it more so of like, damn, this is something super different to talk about. Like, but it's something that's not out of the question when you think about like a hundred years from now. Yeah. You know, like w- what kind of ways they'll be trying to use technology with humans. I just, it, it's so much shit out there that you can <laughs> think about. Like, it's just like, damn. And there's chips and all sorts of different things that they're already testing now. Yeah, they're doing it now. They're putting inside of people. I would never do that. Um, yeah. That's just personally for me. But there's people that are completely open to it. Yeah, yeah. And hey, if you want to go for it, by all means, you have that decision. <laughs> you know, freedom's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what do you think, Quay? I don't think about it, man. That's how crazy to be AI in my body. <laughs> like you part human. It's a movie with a dude in the uh, army where he part AI, part human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forget what it's called, but it was a dope movie, man. But um, That's yeah, crazy. it's just something wild to think yeah, about. Yeah. Like when you sitting there, just don't know what to think. Like just think about something wild like that. Like, yeah, yeah. yo, Jack. So where do you see like where do you see this app going, man? Do you see it? Because I was thinking, like, what do you think about, like, high schools and shit? Like, eventually getting it before they get to college. Like, you know, the yes. students and the people. Like, it can even go there. Or it can go into, like, the workplace for, you know, people that's already in the workforce. Yeah, and shit. yeah. You can, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. so I was actually asked, uh, I think it was last week, what my five-year plan is. Or mm-hmm. it, or five-year goal of where this could go. And uh, my goal is after graduation to work on this full-time. And whether I have to. You know, I've been trying to save a lot so I can be fully invested and not have things that are um, blocking my time commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, where I can just go all in and, you know, whether I got to struggle for a little while yeah, or yeah. whatnot, I'm it willing to do it. it. I'm willing yeah. to go all in no matter what the price. And, um, but one thing is that middle school and high school students are experiencing mental health issues like never before. Especially with mm-hmm. the pandemic right now, um, you know, kids didn't have their prom, kids didn't have Man. their grad Man. bash or homecoming, all these different things that graduation that are so many other people are used to, but they didn't have that. Um, but also with cyberbullying, that's one mm-hmm. thing technology is bad for. Yeah, when kids are at home, uh, back in the day, the bully wouldn't be there, mm-hmm. but now there can always be a bully on them twenty four seven. 
Damn. Which yeah, can I make you really depressed. Way. Yeah, that's wild. And kids in middle school are mean. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. Well, everybody <laughs> does. Everyone's like, man, that was, you know, that was rough. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, also in high school and, um, but then in college, I, that's the aspect that I'm going right now because I'm in that target market. I have this audience with me that everyone's in that same boat and I'm able to grow with it. So the goal now is to go to different universities or launch at FGCU to beta test it in a large scale yeah. Um, and figure out, okay, what would I have to change? What do I have to pivot and do to make this successful mm-hmm. on a large scale? And then take that same process and bring it into other universities in Florida and also throughout the country. Um, but also in the future, I'd like to do is make use that same uh, process and just change some of the questions asked um, mm. or responses that would be targeted for high school students that could understand their daily lives and middle school students. Yeah. Um, and then also you could use this with this two-week, you know, getting that insider's view can be helpful any age. Yeah. So whether that's, you know, a, a parent, whether that's you're out of college, starting a new job, and you might be going to a therapist or yeah. battling a mental health issue, uh, this could go towards, you know, businesses could use this for their employees and yeah. provide mental health resources for them. Uh, this could go to clinics and therapist offices or counseling centers where they can give this to their patients. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different routes. So many ways. Man. That I never thought of. That yeah. I thought, you know, this is going to be for college students. But after creating it, I've realized that I just need to make some small tweaks yeah. to move this into so many different aspects. Because a lot of the hard work's been done yep. of creating all these resources and Something cool that I did was for the affirmations and the meditations, I have many different voices mm. from all over the world. I hired people from all over the world, um, different countries, and that these universities are very di- uh, diverse places. Mm-hmm. So if someone could connect with one of those voices, maybe they have you know somebody that's has a totally different voice, but it's someone that they connect with. Right. Yeah. I want that available. Or tailoring certain affirmations or meditations to uh, college students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Studying habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, getting ready for a public speaking presentation or yeah. budgeting. All these different things that students struggle with. Um, tailoring it to their needs. And I think that I can tailor things or these types of resources to all these different groups. Yeah, so yeah. in five years, I'd like to see where this can go broaden it up and broaden let, it, yeah, let out. it go yep damn dude that's and beautiful. just help as many people as possible <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. everybody go through it and one thing i did want to bring back up was that when you mentioned the people involved in your life mm-hmm. sometimes it can be the closest people to you that are the most harm mm-hmm. because you might not be able to talk to them because they're the problem damn you know it could be someone that you love so dearly but they could, Damn. Be, they could be affecting you negatively. I think this is when you point at the camera and you tell them that shit. This is real, guys. This yeah. is real. This is real. <laughs> and, you know, you might have somebody in your life that, you know, they could be that person that's triggering you. And you need to talk to them. You need to be open with them. And that's something that not a lot of people do. Or you might not even realize that that's the problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a lot of self-discovery that needs to be happening so that you can be the best version version that you can be. Yeah, yeah. You be you. You be you. Exactly. You be you. And um, it could also be that those people in your life that let's say it's not that situation, but it could also be that the people that you're close to or that don't understand where you're coming from, don't understand like, oh, you're anxious. Get out of here. Come on. Suck it up. That kind of a stereotypical thing. But it happens all the time. Yeah, facts. And, oh, you're depressed. You're not. You're fine. Just keep on moving. You know, those types of things where people aren't empathetic. Mm -hmm. That can be a very disservice, too. Or they could be the ones making that 
all these feelings go further and further. Right. They could yeah. say, just go have a drink. Mm-hmm. Let's just go party. Come yeah. on, get your mind off of yeah. it. Sure, that might help for in the moment sort of thing. Yeah. And or to just get loose and have some fun. But once it becomes a habit mm-hmm. and it's something that you rely on for a long period of time, I mean then you're you're in a much deeper rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, man. Well, I just wanted to uh say I was going through my uh Facebook and I seen like the old me mm-hmm. and it was like things from ten years, fit uh, 12 years I don't think it passed like 10 or 12 years but it was things that I see myself like saying like it's giving me memories and I'm like damn like that's really the younger me like you know what I'm saying I was saying this shit yeah. and, and it wasn't not it was not that it was a thing that was bad or anything but it's just things that I wouldn't do and say now yes so I just ask you if you could talk to the younger you man what would you what would you tell yourself man <sighs> I would tell myself to not fear anything um, to, and that's something that I've always tried to uh, over the last four to five years. That's something that I've really pushed myself to be fearless, mm-hmm. to not care what anybody thinks, to say, I'm going to do this. I, to believe in myself enough, have that self-confidence mentally and physically uh, and spiritually that, what you want to do, what your goals are, you can make it happen. No matter what the naysayers say. Yeah, yeah. And there's been times I've stopped myself because of being insecure or saying, oh, or being scared of doing something. Where it be in any aspect of my life. You know, that could be with going up to a girl or that could be with, um, you know, doing a presentation or, you know, having an idea and not moving forward with it or being scared to talk to somebody or make friends or those types of things. Yeah. Any aspect of your life or just being open when you're fearing so many different things when in reality it doesn't matter. Yeah. In the long run, everything that's happened in the past uh, you live another day. I mean, terrible. it's not set in stone. You learn from it but then you think, you look back and I would tell myself, why did you care so much about things that you feared that now would not matter. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm trying to change myself to be fearless. What? What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Someone yeah. says no. Someone doesn't like me. Someone this. Someone that. Move on. You know. <laughs> who gives it that? Move on. You, yeah. you are who you are. I am who I am. Yeah. And you know, I want to be the best version that I can be for everyone around me and myself. Yeah, but there's yeah. always going to be those people that are going to be haters, or they're not going to like you, or. They might be very close to you, and they still might not like you. <laughs> you know, they might be uh, a friend of me. Uh, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, but yeah. there's a lot of them out there. But that's something I would tell myself is to be fearless. Okay, that's beautiful, man. That's powerful, right there, man. Real, yeah. seriously. Especially here at Tenth Year Senior, man. You know what we're all about. You know, completing the objective here. Facts. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, getting shit done. You know, no matter how long it takes. Shit like that, um, and getting through things, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it was a pleasure having you, man. Um, could you remind the people of who you are and what you do? Yes, my name is Jack Helmer. I'm the CEO and founder of UBU. It's a mental health app for college students and for counseling centers. Uh, I'm a senior at FGCU, an entrepreneurship major, and I've started my business here at FGCU. I've went through uh, personal experiences that have led me to where I am today. And I want you to get happier, healthier, faster, more effectively, and hopefully the UBU app can do that for you. And be open with yourself. Be open with others. Try to self-discover what you're going through. Try to grow on a daily basis. Be fearless. Be relentless. And just keep moving forward and never give up. Where, where, when can the people expect the app? Um... So the app is planning on launching at FGCU uh, in November, uh, end of November, early December, and that's just a rough uh, time period right now. And but it's going to be live very soon. It's going to be available to all FGCU students, Florida Gulf Coast University students, mm-hmm. and you can download it. I'll be all around campus. If you ever ever have any questions, 
you can reach out to me through my email, which is jack at ubuapp.com. That's uh, we'll put on the screen. Mm-hmm. And or you could reach out to the Instagram, ubu.app. Or you can just reach out to me on LinkedIn or any other way, which is my name is Jack Helmer. And I look forward to hearing from you. And let's grow together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There you have it, man. Hey, there's going to be people that see this that don't even go to FGCU, but just like you said earlier, and within five years, y'all will hear about this app, man. Uh-huh. Yes, you will. You'll be able to get yeah. it. So, yeah, if you don't take nothing else away from it, man, remember what my boy said. You be you. You know, be you. There's nothing more powerful than you being you, man. It's harder to be somebody else. Trust (laughs) me. It's harder. Be the realest person you can be. That's all that matters. That's all we got for y'all, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Tenth year senior, man. Tenth year. Tenth year.